You're listening to the Black Sheep Talks podcast. My name is Karina Greco, and I am your host. I am an online coach, writer, storyteller, speaker, and podcast host. My mission is to help others manifest a life of travel, adventure, and financial freedom. I created this podcast as a platform that allows for raw and authentic conversations to be the norm. I will be diving into all sorts of topics, including manifestation, mindset, self-love, healing, personal growth, spirituality, relationships, travel, the super yacht industry, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I am passionate about sharing the life lessons that I've learned and how certain experiences have helped me grow and evolve in this lifetime. My aim is to inspire you to dive deep into your own personal growth and manifest a life you love too. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Hello, Black Sheep community, and welcome back to another episode on my podcast, The Black Sheep Talks. My name is Karina, and we are back here with the Yachting Series every single Monday. And today we're going to be talking all about how I made it to the Amalfi Coast in Italy, and I landed my dream job. I actually manifested this dream job. So I'm pretty sure I told you guys in the last episode that this is something that I did after having that horrible experience getting bullied on my first boat um, and all of those adversities that came with it. And if you guys haven't listened to that, I encourage you to go back and listen. There's so many juicy episodes on all of that. And last week, I also talked about my program, the Financially Free Yachty Mastermind, where I actually brought on a client to talk about her transformations inside after doing this program with me and how it helped her not only become confident in leaving her nine to five, go against the grain, break into the industry successfully, but also to really transform her mindset in all areas of her life. So if you guys want to listen to that, that is in the previous episode. But today, let's dive into today's episode where I'm literally going to talk about this dream job that I got. So of course, what had happened was when I went back to Cabarete, I ended up just kind of spending a couple of months there, relaxing, kiteboarding, unwinding, spending some time with a good friend. And I was like slowly looking for jobs, but I also trusted in the universe that like the right job would come. And I kind of told myself, okay, I'm going to get myself over to Europe if I don't get some something online. And I'll go over to NT back to Palma where I was originally planning to go because this, it was like June time. Um, so I was like ready to find something in July. I was like, I know something's coming. Something's around the corner. It's all happening. So as I, you know, spent my time living in Cabarete, I ended up just writing every single day, like journal journaling and writing about like what it was I was actually wanting to manifest. And this is something that I teach my clients inside the program is to really use the power of manifestation to understand how the law of attraction works and how to do this through writing and scripting to really call in what it is that you want, right? What it is that you want to create for yourself, the kind of 
you know, lifestyle you want to have, the kind of boat you want to work on. So this is something that's so important because so many people just like apply for thousands of jobs. Um, okay. Maybe not thousands, hundreds of jobs. And they're like just applying blindly and not really knowing what they're applying for, or whether or not there's, this is something they actually want. And this is something I actually advise for you to do is to, you know, not just like, apply for everything you see, because if you actually got that job, would you actually want it? Right. And this is what I used to do. I used to apply for everything and then get some calls and be like, Oh, I don't really want this. Like this doesn't align with me, but you might be like in that desperate place going, Ooh, like, but I really need this job. I really need the money. Like this is like my way to get the, my foot in the door. And of course, in a way you do kind of have to do that as a greenie, but you also need to be aware of red flag boats and learn from my mistakes, right? Learn from my mistakes and don't just take any job that is handed to you because literally in my first few months of the industry, I just took whatever came at me and I had all these horrible experiences. And at the same time, they make you learn and grow, right? They're they're not horrible experiences. Every experience is there for a reason to teach me a lesson. And you guys all know how much I love to reflect and dive deep and talk about how everything in my life is truly a blessing and a lesson. So I don't have any regrets, right? But I am advising you to just be a little bit more picky in terms of knowing what it is that you want and what you want to manifest for yourself. So what I did was, you know, I was enjoying myself. I was literally living and embodying this lifestyle that I was just like, I know everything's going to work out, right? And I actually wrote this journal entry where I literally wrote down exactly what I wanted. I'm like, I want to get on a charter boat and I want to, you know, be surrounded by like-minded crew who are active, outgoing, and, you know, I want to be a deckhand. I want to be able to do some water sports, drive the tender and, you know, be in Europe, be like in Italy, somewhere like that. Like that's what I was manifesting. And I wrote this down and I actually ended up, you know, not just writing, I want, I want, I want, I actually embodied it. And this is what I teach my students inside my program. So if you want to know how to do that, that is a juicy insider tip that you will get inside the FFY where I literally dive deep into all of these manifestation techniques and how I've literally been able to manifest every single thing in my life. And I'm not kidding you when I say that my good friends call me like a master manifester. And I really am because anything that I think about and that I deeply embody and know that is mine and it's coming for me, like it literally appears, you know, maybe not the next day, but it appears in divine timing. And, you know, I'm very spiritual in that sense, in a sense that I'm very tapped into understanding how energetics work around anything, right? So this works for anything in your life, not just with yachting. And this is why these techniques are so powerful. And I teach them because they can be applied into any area of your life. So if you're interested in this, definitely reach out to me and we can chat so that I can help you create your dream reality and manifest that dream job of yours. So once I, you know, started doing this work and really letting go of any expectations that things are, aren't going to work out. I just knew I trusted in the universe that things are going to happen. And I actually ended up traveling to Ukraine to go visit my grandparents, met my mom and my sister there. We did a little trip around Greece and we went to Athens. And as I was there on that trip, I remember like right away getting to Ukraine and thinking, 
okay, worst case scenario, if I don't get a yachting job, I'm literally just going to live with my grandparents in Ukraine and work on my blog because I was starting to build that. Um, This was years ago already, right? And I was like, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to live cheaply. It's going to be all fine and dandy. Everything's going to work out, right? So I'm not even kidding you. As soon as I landed in Ukraine, like the next day, I had somebody reach out to me, a career agent, for an interview, literally stating in the email that they have this job that is a female deckhand position on a charter yacht in the Amalfi Coast. Well, actually, first it was in Turkey, but it was going to be traveling from Turkey to the Amalfi Coast where it was going to be chartering around Italy all summer. I was like, um, is this my manifestation coming true or what? And right away, like I knew, I was like, this job is mine. I didn't even have the interview yet. It was just the crew agent emailing me, but everything on that job description was literally like, Karina, this is your job. This is the job you've been manifesting. And actually, when I was in Cabarete, I remember I was like applying for jobs, updating all my crew CV agency stuff. And I advise everyone to do this, right? To keep your CV um, updated to always be updated on the career agency websites with everything because you don't want to become overwhelmed. And this is another thing I teach inside my program, by the way. I have all the cheat sheets for you. I have all the Google Docs, everything that you absolutely need. So you don't feel overwhelmed with like thousands of tabs open looking like, which career agency do I apply to? I literally give you the blueprint for everything and save you hours and hours of time and stress. So that is also another thing I do with the strategy inside um, that I wanted to mention. So anyway, as I was in Cabarete, I was of course applying for these jobs and I had a few interviews and I remember just getting interviews with these big boats that were like over a hundred meters looking for a junior decky. And I was like, you know what, this doesn't align with me. Like on the interview, they were literally giving me the job and I was saying no. And most people are like, wow, you're fucking picky. Like you really like aren't taking these jobs that are just being handed to you. And truthfully, I just wasn't ready to leave Cabarete and leave my my holiday mode because I had just gotten off a boat where I literally needed at least a month of recovery after being bullied every single day. Like that really took a toll on my mental health. And I was just like, I need some space for myself and to regroup myself and to really manifest the job that is going to be right for me. Because I was like, there have just been too many red flag boats and I'm just not going to be going on that again. Like that is not happening. Like these are literally my boundaries. I'm calling in what it is that I want and I'm not accepting any less than that. So you can call me picky or you can call me somebody that actually knows what she fucking wants. And she calls that in for herself, right? That's energetic boundaries. That's knowing myself, valuing myself, having self-worth, self-love, all of the above, because I'm not going to work in a job that I don't like, right? And if you're going to work in a job you hate, then, you know, you're really setting yourself up for misery, right? Because I've been through it. I know what it's like to work hundreds of jobs I hated. And at that point, I was like, enough is enough. I'm not going back to this. I'm not taking anything that doesn't feel aligned with me that has a red flag feeling. So that interview I had for this like hundred meter boat was even bigger. As soon as I heard there's going to be like 80 crew, I was like, yep, definitely not. Like I do not, I never wanted to be on a huge boat like that. I just knew with my personality that doesn't fit in with me. Like I don't want to be on like a cruise ship style boat. And I also just, you know, didn't want to, be on, yeah, like 
a big boat like that, like I've never had the experience of working on it, but what I've heard is it's very much like a corporate floating vessel, right? There's a lot of hierarchy. There's a lot of rules and you guys all know me. I don't do well with rules. I don't do well with being told what to do. I'm a hippie. Like I like to run around with my braids in my hair now. And, you know, at the time, of course I had to still be semi-professional, but I really, really don't do well with these kind of walls that are created around us that society likes to create. And unfortunately, some boats are structured like that. So this is why I always lean towards like 80 meters and lower because yes, there's still be structure on them, but there's more of like this freedom and it's more laid back most of the time. And this charter boat that I actually ended up manifesting was super laid back, right? It wasn't one of those white boats that was super fancy with everyone having to stand um, you know, with their hands behind their back and not say a word and, you know, gel their hair in a bun or whatever. Like that wasn't the type of boat I was ready to work on because it just doesn't suit my personality. And if you're somebody that likes that, that's great. Like, you know, everybody's different. So this was me manifesting the boat I wanted. And I knew instantly, like as soon as I spoke to the crew agent, she told me it's super chill. The deck crew are mostly like Filipino and they're super nice. And you know, right away, I just knew it was like, not going to be that kind of charter boat where everyone is like prim and proper. And there's like, you know, competitiveness amongst women and all of that kind of stuff you can imagine. And, you know, maybe like guests that are super high maintenance. Um, so I was like, this is great. This is totally my vibe. I get to, you know, drive the tender. I get to teach water sports. There's a bunch of stuff on there. So I was super excited. And of course, what do you know, I ended up having an interview um, like the next day with uh, the chief officer and the next day they were like, okay, the job is yours. We really like you. We'll fly you over. Where are you at? I was like, wow, I opened that email that morning. And I remember just knowing I like, as soon as the email popped up, I remember we were like in the city in, in Lviv in Ukraine and we were like going for lunch or something. And I was like, oh, emails here after the interview, I said, I already know it's mine. I got it. Like energetically, I called it in. Right. And I opened it and it was mine. I was like the first time in my life I felt not the first time, but like I felt so confident about this job. It's because I literally gave myself that time and space to manifest what I wanted. So I ended up accepting the job. I told them that I was actually already planning to travel to Greece with my mom and sister because we'd already booked that flight. So we went to like Athens and Santorini. Um, and they said, okay, no worries. We'll fly you up from Athens in like a couple weeks because that's when we really need you. So with yachting, sometimes they need you like now, yesterday, or sometimes they might need you in a week or two. So it was perfect that I got to have that extra time with my family. And then, yeah, from Athens, I ended up going over. They booked me a really nice hotel. Um, and yeah, I had to get up super early and made it all the way to Turkey and f met the boat there. And I remember getting picked up um, on the tender by the deckhand and the chief officer. And right away, I just felt like such a friendly greeting, um, ended up coming in, meeting the whole team and really feeling like, wow, this is going to be a great experience. I literally manifested this and I know that it's going to be fabulous. So I ended up, yeah, having such a great season on that boat. I stayed for the season and we ended up traveling around Italy from Turkey and I got to explore a lot. We were basically docked in Naples and Napoli and the amount of pizza and gelato that I had, like, 
almost every day was insane. I think I actually gained like 10 pounds. I'm not even kidding you. That is like the downside of being in the yachting industry, by the way. Like I'm very healthy. I value, you know, exercise and good nutrition. And on that boat, they had like four chefs and they literally were serving us breakfast as well, which not a lot of yachts do, but we had like a bigger crew on that boat. And it was just like insane. I ended up gaining so much weight. It was terrible. I lost it all like a year later. And now I'm just like, I will never go back to that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the thing like warning, do not open that snack cupboard because once you do, it all goes downhill from there, Uh, especially on charter when you start stress eating. But anyway, let's talk about why this job was my dream job. So it was my dream job because I actually ended up meeting some really nice girls who were my cabin mates. And I ended up being on a deck team with all males, um, but they were all, yeah, from the Philippines and they were all just so nice, so patient. Um, you know, there wasn't any drama. Um, I mean, of course there was here and there, like there always is in yachting, but for the most part, like I didn't feel any cattiness from girls. I didn't feel, I didn't have this like bullying chief stew because I was working with men and like the chief officers loved me. Like they were just so nice to me. Uh, my bosun was really like, adamant on helping me learn. He let me drive the tender straight away. He trusted me to do the lines. It really made me feel like I didn't have to prove myself. Like there were points at the beginning where I did, but slowly, like after a week or two, they just let me really flow and do what I wanted. And it was great. Um, I got to learn a lot. I got to do a lot of the water sports stuff. I got to go ashore with the guests all the time. We were constantly on charters, back to back charters, very busy working 16 hour days. And a lot of the Filipino crew didn't like to go on shore because they didn't really want to interact with the guests. And I was like raising my hand for it. I'm like, let me go ashore. And like, you know, while I went ashore with them, yeah, I'd have to carry their shopping bags and stuff. Or sometimes they just wanted me to like meet them there with the tender to help them step up onto the tender. Like literally that is a service. That's what I had to do. And so while I let them like go up, often on the tender, then they'd be like, yeah, we're going to go walk around and shop. And sometimes I'd come with them. Sometimes they'd be like, yeah, you can meet us in two hours. And I seriously spent like a few of the days just like walking around, hiking, like up this hill, looking up this beautiful view of Capri. We were in Capri. We were in, um, uh, Positano, like, oh my God, like I, I ended up just having gelato here and just having a great time while literally waiting for the guests to do their thing. And The other thing about being like a deckhand on charter, it's a lot more cruisy than when you're a stewardess because you're kind of like on standby waiting for the guests to like either finish up ashore, then you go pick them up on the tender and you might be doing like little cleaning projects here and there. But because I got to go ashore a lot of the times, I didn't ever really have to do those projects. And the deckhands that wanted to stay literally stayed and did that. And the other thing was we didn't, because we had such a big team, I never had to do night watch, right? On most yachts, you have to like rotate and the junior crew normally do night watch, but they actually had like the able seamen doing the night watch because it was like such a big vessel and, you know, they had the higher tickets and I literally had like my schedule of, I think it was, uh, nine or seven. I can't know. It was like 9am to like 9pm or I can't even remember at this point, but it was a great schedule, right? I literally just got to sleep normal hours and I really got to cruise in the days and it was probably like the funnest job ever in in that sense like for a charter boat um 
it was great. And so I really got used to just working on a boat where I felt valued. Um, you know, there was, of course, times where things happened and it wasn't perfect, but it was essentially my dream job because I didn't really have to deal with like the strict hierarchy that I had on my last boat. I wasn't getting bullied. Um, I got to kind of do what I wanted. I got to explore when I went ashore with the guests. I got to like do like wakeboarding with some of the guests that came on. Um, yeah, it was just really a dream job in that sense. And the fact that I had really nice people that I was working with who I got to learn from and, yeah, I got to, I made some really good friendships. So yeah, it was really beautiful. And then when that job ended, it was seasonal and they were going to be doing a crossing over to um, Thailand where we were actually supposed to meet. We actually got to go on holiday for like a couple months. So I actually got flown to the Philippines and ended up going to backpack all over the Philippines or before that I actually went to back to Greece because I wanted to do some island hopping and then I did my kite surf instructor license in Tarifa in Spain and then I went to the Philippines because I thought we were going to be meeting in Thailand so that was like kind of my adventure and yeah I got to do that which was so much fun and I really like to kind of you know, do that between my yachting jobs is like travel and take a little bit of a break and then come back to it. I'm not one of those people that does good with like working in one job for like a year or two years. There's a lot of yacht crew that stay on and, you know, they talk about the importance of longevity and definitely like it's important if you want to make it a career. But if you're somebody that was like me who wanted to kind of freelance around, do some temporary seasonal work, like that was the way I like to do things because frankly speaking, even if you have a dream boat, which like I did by the end of the season, I was like, I'm fucking sick of these people. Like get me to an island where I can surf and, you know, just play with dogs at this point. Like that's how I felt. Like I love people. I love humans. But when you're living in close quarters with people, like they tend to kind of like get under your skin and it happens. So it's only normal. Um, and that's just kind of my warning to you guys with yawning. But this was really an episode to show you like how I really truly manifested my first job, my first dream job in the yachting industry. Because like I said before that, they were all nightmare red flag boats. And this is something you can really learn to do as well. If you really believe in the law of attraction and trust in the universe and understand that everything happens for a reason, everything unfolds in divine timing and just trusting in that. So that's pretty much all I wanted to say for today's episode to tell you guys that little story of inspo. And before I go, I do just want to announce a couple of things. So of course, I've talked about in this episode already about my program, the Financially Free Yachty Mastermind. That is a three-month transformational program that I created and launched at the start of 2021 where we had a number of women enroll and have massive transformations. So this is for anyone that is looking to leave their nine to five, you know, their current state to get into the yachting industry, to learn all the strategy behind how do I even do that? And then to also learn all of the mindset work that you possibly need to thrive on board as a green crew member and to really work on yourself as well. We do a lot of inner work so that you can learn from the things I went through so that you have a positive experience 
experience in the industry. And as well, you can apply all of these mindset tools into your daily life. So if you're interested in knowing more about this, you can listen to last week's episode to hear my clients' transformations and really see how much value this program has. And if you're interested in applying, the link is in the show notes where you can apply to see if we are an energetic fit. I am going to be opening up the course for people who are interested right now, but the official launch date is in October um, where we're going to be back to doing some live calls, getting some more guest speakers in, but you can also enroll now as well. So I'm really excited to present that. And if you feel called to connect over that and you want to know more, then definitely DM me as well. And as well, I want to announce that I am an ambassador for the Create community. And this festival is going to be an epic festival that is happening online on Zoom this week, the 25th, 26th, 27th, and you seriously don't want to miss it. So this is for anyone, even if you're Yachty, even you know if you're just somebody that's listening to this, this is for you, for anyone that wants to up their personal development, to learn more about sexuality, relationships, business, anything really personal development. I'm telling you, Adam Roa is a genius. I got to meet him while I was in Tulum and what he's creating is epic. These people inside are highly influential speakers and the ticket is only $62. Like literally you're going to get thousands of dollars worth of content for that price. And it's seriously a no brainer. Like it's going to be such a fire festival. And that is also in the link in the show notes. And you can use my code, the black sheep travels for every ticket that you get. It's helping me to win a three month membership that I'm actually going to gift to somebody in need. So thank you guys. I appreciate and love you so much. And if you liked what you heard, please leave a review. This goes such a long way to help my podcast get up in the ranks, especially if you are a regular listener, please share this on your story. Love you guys. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you a part of this journey with me. If you resonated with this episode, then please share this on your Instagram story and tag me at the Black Sheep Travels so that I can say a massive thank you and show you my appreciation. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. Please share this with your friends or anyone you know that would enjoy this podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about me or how we can work together, then please visit my website, www.theblacksheeptravels.com. You can also subscribe to my email list so that you can stay in the loop for podcast drops, blogs, freebies, info about my coaching packages, my ebook, and upcoming courses and books. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you here.